Today is Friday, September 2nd, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding. On today's episode, hearings for suspect and cyclist's death pushed back to mid-September. Independent voter registrations growing faster in Kentucky than Democrats and Republicans. Walton to receive new library. And Ellesmere hires school resource officer for Arnett Elementary. The Link Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CVG Airport. CVG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years. And to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long travel dream sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CVG's many airline partners to help make their travel dreams come true. You can learn more about CVG's 50-plus nonstop destinations and enter for a chance to win at cvgairport.com cvg75. Hearings for suspect and cyclist's death pushed back to mid-September, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck and Caitlin Gebby. Mark Phipps, the motorist suspected of hitting and killing cyclist Gloria San Miguel, was scheduled to be in court today, but his hearings have been continued for September 9th and September 15th. San Miguel, a manager at Roebling Point Books and Coffee, as well as a community activist, was riding her bike in Covington on August 20th when she was struck and the driver fled the scene. Newport police arrested 60-year-old Mark Phipps of Covington, who is the suspected driver in the incident. Phipps is charged with second-degree manslaughter, leaving the scene of an accident, and tampering with physical evidence. He is also facing charges in California. Phipps virtually attended a preliminary hearing Tuesday at the Campbell County Courthouse. His counsel requested a continuance, rescheduling the hearing for Thursday, September 15th. His counsel also requested a bond hearing for September 9th at 1 p.m. Judge Cameron J. Blau of the 17th Judicial District Court is presiding over the case. Phipps turned himself in to Newport Police on August 25th, just before 1 p.m. Phipps is being held in the Campbell County Detention Center on a $1 million bond. In late July, Phipps was arrested after the Erlanger Police reported a car swerving on I-75 South under the I-275 overpass, according to a report obtained by Link NKY. In that incident, Phipps was charged with careless driving, operating a vehicle on a suspended license, resisting arrest, and operating a motor vehicle under the influence. According to the report, Phipps was argumentative and refused to ID himself after being explained the reason for the stop. When placing Phipps under arrest, officers on scene detected the odor of an alcoholic beverage coming from Phipps, the report said. Phipps has been arrested more than 20 times in Kenton County since 1998, according to court records. Independent voter registrations growing faster in Kentucky than Democrats and Republicans, reported on by Link and KY staff. Independent voter registrations are growing faster than both Republican and Democratic voters, the Kentucky Secretary of State's office announced. In July, voters registered with other as their political party affiliation more than doubled the rate of Democrats and Republicans. Political allegiances are in flux, said Secretary of State Michael Adams in the announcement. Republicans recently took the lead in voter registration from Democrats, but there's more to the story, as many voters now do not affiliate with either party. Any candidate for statewide office needs to not just hold the base, but also reach out to others. For the first time in the history of Kentucky, Republican voters outnumbered Democratic voters, according to data Adams released in July. 
Republican voters now tally 1,612,060 compared to 1,609,569 registered Democrats. Democrats historically had a strong arm on the legislature and the governor's office. In the late 1990s, Republicans took hold of the Senate, and then in 2016, they took control of the House. The governor's office has gone back and forth over the past 20 years, with Democratic governors holding that office for 12 of them. Overall, Kentucky voter registration increased by 5,999 voters in July. Over that month, 3,796 voters were removed, 2,624 deceased voters, 798 voters convicted of felonies, 330 voters who moved out of the state, 23 adjudged mentally incompetent, and 21 who voluntarily deregistered. Walton to receive new library, reported on by Caitlin Gebby. The small library in Walton will soon become a 25,000-square-foot community hub. A new library location is in the planning stages within the Boone County Public Library system. Walton currently has a location at 21 South Main Street, but building a new Walton Library location is first on the list of the 20-year vision for the library system, according to the master plan that looks from 2020 all the way to 2040. The new location will be on 5.6 acres at the intersection of Town Center Road and Service Drive near the Kroger in Walton. Library Executive Director Carrie Herman said the current Walton Library location is 6,000 square feet and landlocked. She said it's small and without the features the community wants. Walton Library, as it is now, features a conference room that will fit 15 to 20 people, and that's if you want to be really close and friendly, Herman said. It needs to be larger to serve the needs of the southern portion of Boone County, which is seeing growth right now, Herman said. In 2019, Boone County Library signed a contract with MSR, a Minneapolis-based company of architects, to do a facilities master plan. They looked at whether current branches of the library were in the right locations, the right size, offering the right services, and, if not, to see what needs to be done in order for the library to meet the needs of the community. That study indicated Walton as the first priority, Herman said. The master plan has been made publicly available on the Boone County Public Library website, bcpl.org, under the About Us section. Herman said $12.5 million is planned for the new location, which will include a creative maker space for the public, an area to hold cooking and fitness classes, and an outdoor venue for events. Two public hearings were held to see what the community was looking for in its library, and Herman said some of the suggestions have been included in the design. The building will also have solar panels as well as geothermal capabilities, which Herman said will save the county money on its utility bills. The exterior will feature a modern design, straying from the classic look seen in the Boone County Public Library's Burlington branch. Herman said this library will model the Hebron location in many ways. The library may put the project out to bid before the end of the year. If not, a proposal will have to be presented to the Boone County Fiscal Court for approval due to a new law that takes effect on January 1, 2023. Senate Bill 167 requires library boards to seek fiscal court approval for capital projects exceeding $1 million. Ellesmere hires school resource officer for Arnett Elementary, reported on by Link NKY staff. The City of Ellesmere and the Ellesmere Police Department have hired a school resource officer, also known as an SRO, at Arnett Elementary School. 
veteran law enforcement officer Jimmy Thomas, who is retired from the Boone County Sheriff's Department and most recently served with the Villa Hills Police Department, will serve as the Arnett Elementary School SRO. Ellesmere also provides SRO Travis Nunn for Howell Elementary School. Through Ellesmere's partnership with neighboring Erlanger, every school campus in the Erlanger-Ellesmere Independent School District has a full-time SRO. Ellesmere Mayor Marty Lenhoff said he and the city are proud to provide SROs at Arnett and Howell Elementary Schools. SROs are assigned to school buildings and campuses and play a vital role in school safety, as well as provide a positive image of law enforcement to students, said Ellesmere Police Chief Joseph Mayer. Under state law, an SRO is defined as a sworn law enforcement officer who has specialized training to work with youth at a school site and is employed through a contract between a local law enforcement agency and a school district. Earlier this year, the Kentucky General Assembly passed House Bill 63, which requires SROs at every school campus in the state. And those are the headlines we are following for Friday, September 2nd, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast can be heard Monday through Friday via our website, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please subscribe, share, and leave us a review. And for more on today's headlines, and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit linknky.com. We will return Tuesday, September 6th. Enjoy your holiday weekend.